0: And welcome to The Point of Everything. My name is Ono Sullivan and today's guests on the show are the Choice Prize winning Russangano family. God knows, Merle, and my name is John. And oh boy, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. As in like, I tried to sort out an interview with them about 18 months ago, if not even further back. I think like October 2015 or something. But I feel like the time is right. A month after winning the Choice Prize... A year since the release of their debut album, Let the Dead Bury the Dead, an hour before they took the stage at the down in Clonakilty, I sat down with the three guys and we talked about a lot of stuff about their journey to where they are now, how uh, they got people like me to proclaim them uh, the best live band in Ireland, how they became the best band in Ireland. I mean, winning the Choice Prize, its uh, it's pretty impressive. So we sat down. We could have talked for absolutely like days, I think, you know. But uh, the the their stage time was approaching, so I felt oh, I better better let them go. So I look. I'm already looking forward to talking to the guys again. Uh, they sound really excited about like their journey to date and what's coming up. And yeah, that's kind of what we talk about. So that's coming up now. If you like the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just look for the point of everything, and feel free to rate and subscribe on iTunes. I think that that works. I don't know. I don't really know what it does. And you can uh, tweet me at tpoe blog and email me at the point of everything if if you have anything you want to talk about. You know, if you just want to tell me how great the Singano family are. You know, like I'll I'll happily take that. Uh, so this is me talking to the three lads upstairs at the bars about an hour before they go on stage. So God knows, it's it's about an hour just over an hour before you're taken to the stage for playing the Have you played this venue before?
1: Yes, we did actually. Um this is probably the third time oh, we're okay. here. Um yeah, we love we, we absolutely love Clone Aquility.
0: Yeah. And so what's the kind of headspace that you have to be in for a gig? You're just kinda of talking about it there, like is it just gonna you're just thinking about the gig? Do you think do you actually think about what you're gonna do on stage? Actually no. <laughs> No, not at all. I, I, Like, recently,
1: not at all. I think... You're just we, in the zone sort like, of thing? Nah, do you know, the beautiful thing is we've kind of got the album psyche out of our, our heads now. Because, you know, uh, it's been a year on. Happy Birthday, Let the Dead, Bury the Dead. Because we're doing this on the 8th of April, and that's when uh, the album came out Um last year so we're celebrating that but we finally got that out of our system and i feel like collectively we're just having fun like so right now our headspace is just in in having the crack so that's where our minds are and i think i like that i think i like that because when we 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 put our all into let the dead bury the dead and it's just finally great to feel free you know
0: yeah because I, I always think of uh Russ and gano family like i'm constantly calling you like the best live band in Ireland, you know, like I'm I'm kind of like, oh, that's that's where they are at the moment, you know, wow. like and it's kind of weird that you d- like you don't plan any of it out sort of thing. Well, uh, like <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say that much. I think like Merle, you're jumping here and I'm <laughs> jumping there. and Oh, no, that we don't not that we don't plan. Uh, it's just, yeah, that that is just literally just knowing someone for so many years. And, you know, we gig together before we gig together, if that makes sense. Uh, So that part, we don't plan out. I think it's more the the, what songs are we going to do that part? Yeah, we might plan out. But for, you know, yeah, for for this round anyway, we're just literally enjoying ourselves. And I'm not thinking too much about it. And I think that's the way to go sometimes as well. Just to, you know, um, when you're when you're thinking of new ideas, it's always lovely to also try it out in the midst of everything as well.
0: So this is like the the second of three dates that you're uh, you're kind of doing. Is this kind of like just a celebratory thing? Like you did Dingle last week, and you're doing De bars and Clonacilty tonight. I can't think of the third place that
2: you're playing Waterford. It's actually four. So we, we've got Thurles uh, coming up next, and then Waterford who will be the last one. Yeah, we, uh, at the end of the month.
0: Is that just kind of like we just want to play these these places? Like?
2: Yeah, it was a very. Uh, I suppose we we made that decision, uh, consciously like that we, we, we're not going to go and hit the big cities anymore for for the next, I don't know, month or two anyway. So, you know, why not take the music to the places where we don't always get to tour all the time? So, yeah, Dingo was a special one always because we've done uh, Other other Voices a couple of times and people have always asking us to come back, but we never got the opportunity to go and play just go and do a gig in Dingo. so we say, why not? You know, let's make it happen. So we did, and it was great. And Cronulla Kills is a special place. Uh, you know, we always, almost always find a way to come back here. So it's great to be back again. Uh, Thoroughless, uh, th- they've been onto us for a time as well. They always wanted us to do something down there, and it's so close to home as well. But we never actually got to do it. So this time we say, this is the time to do it. Uh, and also, all this is kind of like a celebration of the album as well, the one-year anniversary. And Waterford is another one of those places where like you think we would have played Waterford already, but we never actually played Waterford. So it's like, OK, so let's take it there so that we know that we got all those spots covered before whatever's coming next comes.
0: And like, this is uh, the first couple of gigs that you're playing since the Choice Prize as well. Congratulations, by the way. It's been about about a month, I think, is it?
3: As well. A, it's a, is it a month? Exactly a month? No, it's a month tomorrow. Month yeah, yeah. tomorrow. So there's a lot, of, a lot of kind of anniversaries that we're yeah. celebrating at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a <laughs> uh, month tomorrow, and thank you very much. <laughs> um, we've been delighted. Is there, is there like any
0: added pressure, like being choice prize winning Russingano family?
3: Um, there probably is. But again, I suppose like. Merle was just saying there, I'm sure that there are bands who have won the Choice Music Awards before in the past. And then the next tour that they do after winning it is probably of the UK, uh, or they're playing like Vicker Street itself. And we kind of, sometimes I suppose Ross and Gano just, do, we kind of just react and we do it. We do what we feel is right at the time. So for us, it's like, yeah, we just won the Choice uh, price let's go to all these small towns that we've never been to before and let's play to an audience that doesn't know us uh, and those are the things that actually keep it really fresh and really alive for yourself so for us i think it's uh, and even like god knows was saying in terms of a set like the last gig was really refreshing for us because you d- you don't feel any pressure Like we kind of feel at home when we play in Dingle and when we play in Clonacilty and we know a lot of people, I suppose, in those areas now, but uh, definitely no pressure to the point that we'll actually, if we had a set list, we'd throw it out the window and we'll go, let's just ad lib tonight. Uh, Let's mix in other tracks. Let's just have fun. And for us, it's kind of, it's really refreshing because there was a certain amount of, we maybe felt pressure in the run-up to the choice. And it wasn't that we felt like we were going to win it, but we definitely felt like we've been elevated into kind of like the premiership. But you're like, yeah, are we ready for the the premiership? And then the only way, I think, to react to those things is to forget that they're there and just keep on doing what you're doing. And one thing that I suppose Ross Gano has done from day one is, kind of be slightly unconventional so if if the conventional thing to do is feel the pressure we'll just go "Ah, there's no pressure I mean when we go to make a new album we'll probably feel a certain level of pressure but to ourselves I think the more serious we do take the music very serious and we take the performance very serious but it's also very important to not take it serious at all you know, like it's at the end of the day, it's just music. Now we're delighted to win that prize, and it means so much to us, and it, it kind of solidifies a lot of things for us. Um, but at the same time, we're certainly not, you know, walking around a little bit cockier and kind of going, "Well, I won the Choice Music Prize." Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's more kind of like, "Jeez, imagine like that was a month ago. No, that was mad, wasn't it?" but it still remains the same. It's still about us. Like, we love performing. Uh, The choice isn't going to change that. And I think for us, it's just a springboard to hopefully allow us do what we do on a slightly bigger scale and in different locations. That's kind of, I think, how we're looking at
0: it. I I guess the way a lot of people look at the choice is that, oh, that band that's on the major label doesn't really need it. You know, that band doesn't need it. Whereas like you guys have kind of you know, independent band like 10 grand might make a big difference to you. Like, is being independent a big thing for you guys?
1: You know what? It's been, uh, man, I can't, I don't want to lie and say it's easy all the time because it's not easy. Um, but I think it's the most rewarding in a sense, because I mean, did you see that picture of us after they announced that we won the job? Graham Kyo, was it? I yes, think? shout out to Graham Co- it's, it's like one of the Graham best Kyo. music pictures. But yeah, like, uh, you know, Graham Kyo uh, captured a moment, you know, and I'm just saying that that's the shock we had because we didn't know we would win. Because for us, we were the under underdog. I mean, we respect absolutely everybody who was um, also nominated as well. So that's the reward of it. You know, it's it's hard work, but I guess when the rewards come, they come, you know, in a way that's so priceless. Like, you know, I mean, the award it was fantastic, but like we had to play a, ga- a game of hot potato with that award going, you have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. No, you have it. <laughs> because it wasn't about the award. It was about making a, a great music and which is what, why we're having so much fun because we're back to doing just that, you know? So being independent helps you make those kind of, oh, let's go to Dingle instead of saying we have to make money or we have to, you know, it it kind of makes everything a bit more loose. But when we need to make it tight again, we make it tight. So it it helps you uh, sort of uh, carve out your own journey. And it kind of has made us pioneers of a journey. We don't know who's following, but we know that it's kind of given us our own lane. And we're very grateful for that because I think that I'm very lucky to be with two other people who, also are strong enough to go Nah, let's make our own way and yeah i think that's the blessing of being an independent because if you're looking to be somebody else as well it just helps if there's a road made whereas we're kind of making our own and it's satisfying
2: and when it's great and but there are days when it's raining <laughs> it's also just a matter of Knowing like where you are at the moment and the things that work for you as well, I mean, it's not to say that it's it's a big thing for us. Oh, yeah. You know, we're very proud that we're independent either. But it's, it's just I mean, this is what we have at the moment. There's no, you know, there's no deal on the table for there's no offer on the table for us to go. And, you know, and we've never been signed before, so we don't actually know what it's like to be on a label. So we're doing the best with what we have. And what we have at the moment is ourselves and our families and our friends, the team around us. And in a way, you know, it, it feels good to, to to know that the people are behind you with what you do as well. And sometimes, some days you wonder, like, you know, is anybody noticing that we're doing something here? Yeah. And some days you're like, you know what? It's actually great that there's no pressure of trying to fit into one particular box either. Because, like, you know, like we one thing we always say is, like, we just want to make music and enjoy the music that we make. So maybe being on a deal, you know, having a deal or being on a label sometimes might put, you, put a pressure on you of making a certain certain type of music, just that. Whereas we're actually free at the moment to do whatever we want. Now, tomorrow maybe we might speak to a label who who allows us to do whatever we want to do and the deal is amazing and we all see that this is going to improve. Our living is actually going to Boost our creativity as well. Then why not? You know, it's not a, it's not an anti-label thing. It's just working with what we have, and this is what we have at the moment.
0: Is is having fun like kind of like your main motto at the moment? Like you mentioned it. God knows, just like if if we're not actually having fun,
3: then like makes us sound like teenagers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it, no, it's still I, fun as well. Oh, for sure, and and I think. I don't think, like, honestly, and I mean this very genuinely, I don't think there's been one show where we've ever had to fabricate it in some kind of way, fabricate the energy, or fabricate our own enthusiasm. Just, it like, manifests itself. So we are having fun. and But like God knows, said, you know, there are rainy days where because we're doing this ourselves, you have a certain amount of headaches that you have to put up with, you, your phone has got to be on. You've got to take those telephone calls and you've got, when you take those telephone calls, you've got to handle them in a certain kind of way. But we're all, like, I'll uh, emphasize it again, we're not teenagers. So, like, part of, of what we're doing is amazing that you can have this much fun as grown adults uh, and make quite serious music. So there's there are, there are a load of acts who make very serious music, but they maybe don't get the same level of, I think, uh, dance and excitement in their show, which is kind of central to what we do. So for us, yeah, it is great fun. Um, there are times where, and uh, certainly not that it becomes like a day-to-day, you know, slog or business where like, you know last night i would have been like setting up all the equipment to practice and all i wanted to do was just keep mixing for the rest of the night but it's like no i got to take it all down i got to put it into the boxes i got to bring it downstairs i got to get it ready to go the following day but after a while this all just becomes like second nature so it's fun and i think one thing for us because we're again emphasizing the the independent thing but we have to learn all this stuff ourselves and at first, there's a little bit of a challenge. It's a little bit of an uphill thing. But after a while, it becomes like second nature. And you're like, okay, so we're going away next week. What country are we going to? Okay, as long as I have my toothbrush, my passport, my mixer, my needles, and a record and a laptop, boom, it's grand. Do you know, like, you know, kind of, you just know how to do this now at, at this stage. And I think that, uh, yeah, that, that that has been really beneficial for all of us because it makes you move in a more professional, thought-out kind of way. But at the same thing, none of this is planned. None of it is thought-out, and it's all down to reacting to the moment. Like, actually, when we... This is really maybe a, a good analogy to use. Uh, and My girlfriend would go nuts because I always use it. But at <laughs> uh, the time that we played with uh, Run the Jewels, I remember God knows was talking to Killer Mike, and he was kind of like looking for gems, off him like how do you do this or how do you and one was the thing was like how do you deal with being on tour and you know just the ups and downs of life in in music and he just turned around and he was like man you got to be like water you just got to find your level no matter what's going on around you you got to find that camp and i think that that's something that we even talked about it a while ago where last week in dingle before our show in dingle um I think collectively amongst the three of us it was like no matter what happens we have got this. And it was the same kind of tonight prior to sound check like we did a very very short sound check tonight which we don't kind of generally we actually sound check for for quite a while. But it's more about having that sense inside you that okay if the sound goes or suppose something happens and the the signal is lost to the guy's microphone this is not the end of the world it all comes down to how you choose to deal with it. So if my mixer stops working and I pull a hissy fit and, you know, walk off the stage and start shouting at the sound engineer, well, like, I am the person who has orchestrated their own downfall. But if... You know, you address the crowd and you're like, give us two minutes, the lads are gonna do an a cappella. We can figure this out between the three of us. Like we we definitely believe in each other's strengths to go, he's got my back. So I have I have thirty seconds or I have twenty seconds here to get this back on track. So I think it's it's yeah, I I don't wanna use the word confidence, but there is a certain level of confidence now where we're like, We're doing this for a while. We're you know, we're we're okay like we're We're confident in what we're doing we're we're like water, like yeah, we're like water, do you know,
0: like you've been making music for like years and years, John, um, yeah, John, <laughs> um, and like then God knows, like you released the e p or the the mixtape first, was it a
1: mixtape actually it was uh both myself and John uh at the time when we were called, God knows, and my name is John yeah. like. <laughs> Oh in Graham. oh, oh okay. I I guess you're talking about the first very first time I was introduced into the into the mix was um an EP um called The Struggle EP and that's the very first um vocal I did uh no actually jeez jeez that it's nah, so to long ago you know what I you <laughs> know what I I've been I've been there for a bit but maybe you might not have heard a few songs but um yeah I, I was thinking that you were referencing uh wasanono
0: slash family, which was the e p before I think that's what I was referencing yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um mm-hmm. no, but like I mean is that kind of the the unconventional things that you're talking about like you weren't sure where it was kind of gonna go like you were just like were you just doing it for fun sort of thing at the start and just actually
1: no, actually it was a very very serious time um but I think that I think that's the that's the part that you know, that's the that's the complete opposite of Hussingano. Like, when it comes to what we love, we're very serious about it. You know, like, that's the thing. There's a, a lot of thought, a lot of uh, nights, a, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just we put, we, we, when it's time to put in the work, we do put in the work. And it's fun, but there's a point where it gets very real and we have to get down and dirty and just, you know, uh, whether it's refining the lyrics, doing something over and over to make sure it's on point. Even at that time, we may not have been meticulous as we are now, but I think that when it came down to it, because it was a serious time and we kind of took a plunge at the time working with each other. Merly was there as well. Merly was very much a part of that project as well. Um, and I think that the headspaces we were all in, it was kind of like, why not? Let's Let's just go for it.
0: And, and like Merley then released the album with John, was it? Uh, the EP. Next
1: was Merle's, uh surface tension after that. So we all been collaborating. And again, we were all part of that project as well.
2: Well, it's also, it's, it's more, it's our environment as well. Because my EP had um, Naive Ted as well on it, uh, who produced half of it and John produced the other half of it. And then God knows, Guide also from... Limerick uh, was also on it. So it's working with the people around you and you know, I think that's when the creativity, that's where it all came from because it's like, for myself, I found like, around the time we made uh, Surface Tension and also Rusangano slash family, I kind of rediscovered the MC in me in a way, you know, where it's like, a new MC was born at that time where it's like, okay, I found a new way of rapping that I thought suited the music that was, that was coming out of those sessions. So, um, and that is, th- that is great. And I think that continues up to, to now as well, because we don't know what's gonna come next out of the Rusangana family. But I know that whatever, whatever happens, like I will be ready to, to, to kind of stand up to what comes. And yeah, so I mean, that's the beauty of it at the end of the day, where it's like, nothing is planned, like we don't sit down and we say, okay, 10 year plan the Sangano family, next year we're going to win the Mercury, <laughs> and then um, two years from there we're going to sign to, you know, this massive record label, and the following year we're at Coachella. Uh, you know, all, those, all that could happen, but it's like we want, it, we, 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 want to, we want it to happen and actually get excited as it happens as well, otherwise it's just like, oh yeah, ticking the boxes. Yeah. Like I,
0: I remember. Uh, I think it might have been you, John, on Twitter, just saying like, you know, we we really want to support Run the Jewels. Like back when they played um the the Opium Rooms in Dublin back in like 2015 yeah. or something <laughs> like that. And it kind of felt like that was kind of the main thing for you. And like you could have almost disbanded then, it, and you it, would have it, been delighted.
3: But honestly, it was there was there was yeah. you know. Like Murley said, that there isn't a checklist. There isn't a checklist, but but there there kind of was um, a virtual yeah. The, the, there you go. So we had a, we had a, a bucket list when we started, and it's really weird the way the universe came together to make all those things kind of happen. Like one of the things was, you know, we really wanted to play with Run the Jewels because at that time I felt the music that Run the Jewels was making. Um, was really similar in spirit to, like, at uh, this was quite early on. It would have even been pro- possibly before, like, Russ and Gano slash Family came out. So at the time, it was just me and G doing the shows, and it was like, geez, I think us and Run the Jewels would be amazing together. But we definitely hadn't uh, streamlined our show to the point where it was like, Merle was playing live on stage. That kind of came maybe just two to three months later and then run the jewels got much much bigger but from day one as soon as their debut album came out it was like cool that's like that's who we should at some stage share a stage with so for us that was a massive one but there's been loads of other ones like at the time really early on uh We were talking to someone, and this is actually off the back of uh, Russ and Gano slash family. We went to meet with some people who were talking about the album and would they re-release the album. And if they were going to re-release the album, they might have some remixes on it. So this is going back at least three years ago. And I remember when they were talking about that, it was like, you know, is there anyone you're interested in remix-wise? And straight away it was like bad, bad, not good. There's this band, they're a jazz band, they're really young, they're only just kind of emerging. And uh, I remember saying to someone as well, where it was like, Yeah, like I think us awesome, and bad, bad, not good would be a really good fit. And then like within two months, they're playing in Nimerick and we're doing the support. So there was loads of like serendipitous kind of things that just appeared like that, where it just really yeah, it's it's like whatever you want, just add it to the list, and hopefully it will materialize. And they they kind of did, Do you know. We've been really, really lucky like that. And sometimes it's important to, like, okay, so I put that on Twitter saying like we want to support Run the Jewels, but then I went and uh, created um, a, petition. a petition to get us to support Run the Jewels, which got like a load of signatures, and then we were told no. And then we were told yes, and then when we spoke to Run The Jewels, they were kind of like, it's not the petition that got you on this lineup. Like, we heard your music. And certain things like that where it's kind of like you realize it's okay to take a chance in music. I'm sure a record label would be like, delete that tweet now. (laughs) Um, But for us, it's like, why not? What have you got to lose? They might say no, but at least I know that I can't support them. Uh, And that it's very much we're in that age now where it's like, hey, you're just another dude. You might be famous or you might have like extremely successful records, but at the end of the day, you're just a dude and I'm just a dude. Can we have a conversation? We might get on. If we don't, that's totally cool. But I think that, yeah, you got to find the humanity in all these people that are your heroes and actually realize they're in the same position as you. And they're probably just as eager as like we're all very eager to help anyone who's coming up in music if they ever want advice anything like that we, we actively do that so the, there's an awful lot of these other people who are in a similar position they'll do the exact same thing for you they want to help you out if they see that you're genuine in your approach and what you're doing i think
0: i think that that was what i was going to kind of ask next kind of about the limerick scene but also more in general like the fact that you're on bantam's album and sing with sunita and stuff like that is that just kind of the way it goes it's like oh i want to work with this person i want to you know try and help this person along the way and like is the limerick scene uh in itself really really good for that yes um that was a lot of questions in there sorry i like to i like to load my questions (laughs) well um
1: firstly to answer the uh uh, the bantam thing he's just cool it's a cool ass (laughs) guy uh so shout out to Rory um but yeah it's just more case of um I think um he had sent John a lot of rhythms at the time and then I heard a few of them and then after a while we we did uh we had finished a project and it was kind of a lot of time had passed but then he was still like yo I still got these laying around and then I found one and I was like that one would be amazing and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's actually awesome. I'm gonna put that on my EP." And it was like, "Okay, cool. Come over." And he he came over to Ennis, and then uh, magic happened. And yeah, it, it was it was cool. Really like that guy.
0: And and what about the Limerick scene then in general? Like it sounds yeah. like it's it's pretty healthy at the moment.
1: It is it's it's very healthy. Um, shout out to Naive Ted uh, and uh, Unseen. Um, and you know what? To be fair, they, they go hard. There's so many MCs who are under that banner at the moment. And um, they've really, they've come a long way, you know. Um, and I think for us, sometimes it may not be uh, time. But I think it is, you know, a same difference has supported us at a few spot dates as well in Whelan's. Um And basically, we just do whatever we can, you know. And sometimes... I, I believe that, you know, in the West Coast, in L.A., I believe Kendrick is probably all over L.A. with his with a lot of people who have potential, but you, he probably can't tweet about them all the time because it's just not fair. If he tweets about one person, then, uh, you know, he might not be able to, like, one of them might be like, how come you're not tweeting my album? So I think for us, it's more we want to be there, you know, if as much as we can. And whenever somebody's got an EP or an album or something like that, we definitely will do more in that sense as well because for us, it's kind of like, now it's a weird position. It's actually kind of weird position in a way because we're in a position now where obviously a lot of eyes are on us. So it's kind of like, they're still our peers and there's nothing weird in that way. But it's weird in a way that like, I know that if I put out something that's not ready, someone might then share that a whole bunch of times, but that might be just, let's say the the edited version. And then that's not the finished one. That's not the mastered one. So I want to make sure that like, when my brothers have something worthwhile, then I'm like sharing the cup out of it. So really it's really healthy, but at the same time for our, for m- my greatest joy is when the world discovers, you know, one of the livest MCs in Limerick or Claire, you know, like, our side of town um you know claire and limerick um my greatest joy will be when everyone sees them the way that they everyone sees rosangano because obviously that's the only way to go so i'll say it's, it's incredibly healthy and you're only going to see more and more of it because every i think there's like 10 people right behind us and we're just keen to get out of the way in whatever way we can so that they can get the spotlight on them as well
0: I think that uh, the Choice Prize as well, it adds kind of like a bit of legitimacy to the, you know, the term Irish rap or Irish hip hop or something. Just because you think beforehand, there was only one rap band, I think, which was nominated for the Choice, which was Messiah J and the Expert. Yes. Like back like 10 years ago or something like that. Shout but out now, to them, man, too. But now that you guys have won it, I'm kind of ha- expecting like now that there's this kind of legitimacy to it, that there's going to be more people who are going to like... Come up and kind of come through the ranks, and it sounds like it's going to be a really exciting couple of years.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can already see it. You know, you can already see it with the likes of uh, Jafaris and outside of YP, uh, who's uh, supporting us uh, this evening here in Clonakilty. Um, my bad. I don't know if you are going to edit that. <laughs> no, no, I think it's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, like there's so many uh, MCs who are doing incredible things, and it's only going to, you know, it's only going to like get better and better because I think everyone's at a level. I think it's, it's not even that. It's weird. It's not even that the the light is shown on uh the type of genres that we might dabble in. I think
2: the light is just shown in Ireland, full stop, you know? Maybe also the the hip-hop generation has finally matured as well in, in, in Ireland and also hopefully in other parts of the world because if you look at the UK at the moment, like yeah. even the grime scene, I know it's not the exact same thing as hip hop, but that's also popping at the moment where it's like, cause I think um, today on the way up we were talking about, we're actually talking about the ages of rappers and mainly, you know, some of the, the, the bigger rappers. And so we were like, you know, how old would Nas be right now? And and you know, so we we're all, you know, we started like, oh, he'll be close to 50 now. But then we realized, oh no, he's actually only like, you know, 40, 43. How come he's still so young? He's been around like forever. But then, you know, it's like that's how young the hip hop is, whereas uh, the legends of the game are still in their 40s, you know, I'd say if you push their 50s. So um, then that music did, had to travel to different places. Then Ireland, you know, would have got it back in the day as well, in the 90s, Scary Era, and, you know, Messiah J and all those guys as well, and who did amazing things. But it's like if the country wasn't ready to accept that, you know, i say there was probably only a few people who were really heavily invested in hip hop at the time, but now I think hip hop has grown where there's a, there's a lot more people now who are who actually listen to rap music, and so that that then encourages younger people to say, "Okay, I can do that form of music as well, and people might be into it so um I think this helps as well, obviously, the choice really helps a lot, where you could see that, okay, I can also make music that will be respected on a critical you know scale the level and as well as you know play to a lot of people in a venue pack out venues where people are chanting hip-hop you know throwing words at you back and you know all that stuff so it, it, it is definitely great I think it's a great time for Ireland musically as well because it seems like all the different genres are now present and well represented as well so I think it's only upward and forwards from here.
0: Even when you see, like, one of the gigs that you played, I think, in Vicar Street just before the Choice Prize, it was, like, uh, Lancome, you guys, and then uh, girl band headlining. Like, that's a, a mental lineup.
2: It is. And Big Up Yourself for dropping in Lancome like there, because I probably would have said say Lynch. But, yeah, Big Up Those Guys. Big, big Up uh, Girl Band as well. Incredible, like, incredible, inspiring acts. But that's the other thing as well, where it's, like, in Ireland, because we're in Ireland, we actually get to be inspired by, you know, acts that aren't necessarily hip-hop or what you'd what you expect as the the influence behind some of those. But looking at those guys play, how they do, how they play live and how they interact with everybody and how they actually, how they carry themselves, you know, it, it's inspiring a lot. So it, it, the whole scene feel, feels like one thing now. And I like that. I would have hated for it to just be like, oh, that's what the rappers do. So you go and do the rappers things and we're going to do the rock things here. And then, those guys will do the folk thing and we all do our things together. But like that night showed you that, you know, everyone can enjoy music. And that's, that's, what, that, that's one of the, that's a wealth of uh, the Irish music scene at the moment where people are there to have fun and or to, to listen to great music. And the the energy was real all throughout the night where it's like this Rusangano family like jumping up and down and, you know, spitting fire bars, I believe so. Uh, And then uh, (laughs) Lancome came in and then like got everyone into it, everyone was singing along and then Grubman then came in and, you know, totally blew everyone away. But, um, and it all worked, you know, it didn't feel weird, not to me anyway. And I hope, Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's great. It's a great thing. Um, how do you guys,
0: like, in, in terms of, do you, did you see yourselves at the start as being more writers than performers? And, like, how how do you get good at being, like, a like a rapper on stage? Like, is it just through doing it constantly?
1: Uh, so you mean performance-wise?
0: I guess, yeah. Like, um, be, being able to perform what you've written, being able to transfer it to live, you know?
1: Um, as in like, uh, in a way of like, some people are studio, uh, MCs or.
0: Yeah. Like as, as in like taking what you've written and like being able to put it on stage in front of people and actually like make it into an act. I think that,
1: um, uh, we all, I think we all love, uh, performers. I think that's why, like we look at ourselves as, as a band, you know, as opposed to be a rap, as opposed to. Uh, of a rap act i think that we value the performance as much as we value the writing as much as we value the recording so i think watching a lot of musicians perform kind of uh helped us get to that point so we would have grown up watching a lot of performers do their thing and go and choose and picking and choosing you know that's the luck uh that we have been from you know that's places that's kind of separated from where people would say this is the defined thing. So sort of if we had time to define our own so whether that's like seeing some music acts from abroad all over the world and then going ah, I like what they do here but I think I'm going to take a little bit of this and take a portion of that and then we just put it all together on the stage and it just happened to then culminate into this big thing that we call risangano, and I think that's That's sort of what makes us different because we just, we care about the performance. Like, I want someone to, I want someone to, like, to actually think, wow, wow, that was, you know, and if, or even to go, oh, I don't like it. Like, I want you to feel, I don't want you to go home going, that was okay. That's, to me, the mediocre is the enemy of Rusangano. We just can't do that.
2: I think that that's very, very true as well. And just just to be clear as well is like to me like when we when we perform in life it's it's never about competition. And like you know, because it's like it's not even like our and Ghana family are the best rappers in the country kind of a vibe. It's more like no man, we want to give you the best experience in the whole flipping world. So it's like, that's why we're here. So it's like, are you ready for the best experience of your life? It's like, it might not be today, but next time we see us, it will be. If it's not, then keep coming. You're gonna get the best. At some point, you're gonna get it. So then in, when, when we're in the booth and recording, like in the studio, I really wanna give you the, the absolute best songs ever. So I like, forget about this whole idea of like, you know, um, oh, you know, I'm gonna be the best rapper. like. I don't I don't think like that because you know to me it's like rap is something that I discovered. I didn't create this. So it's like you know I can only do my best but I, I want to use my best to be the, the absolute to give you the absolute best thing best thing that you can get. So uh that's why like that's what I was saying earlier where it's, it's not even I know I'm not scared to say that we are different. You know I know that we are different and I'm not boasting. I w- I'm never sit here and say, oh, I'm better than all those rappers." I won't say that, but obviously I you, you could though. Thank <laughs> you. It'd be great for the ratings. <laughs> Go on, d- diss but, a couple of but, you. <laughs> you know, like, but that's that's another thing where it's like, then it becomes about that, and that's the one thing I don't like about. It. I'm not here for the uh, controversies. It's like, I'm here for. F- for the love of this, I love this stuff. And I will hate any of those distractions to kind of pull me off it. Then I go on stage and I'm thinking, who's in the audience tonight? Oh, is So-So's mother here. It's So-So's father here. Oh, okay. If his father's here, I'm going to show his father that, you know, his son is not good. And You know, <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> you know. so that's just that's just a lot of nonsense. So it's like, rappers, <laughs> like, we, we're here to make music as well now. So it's no longer about who's going to speak better than, the other person. So, uh, yeah, that's what you get. That's what we are. And also, I'll have to say it's like, going back again to say we're different, um, I think I, now I'm I'm at a place when I know that the music that we make is actually unique. It stands on its own, really, not in the country, but in the world because I don't hear a whole lot of music that sounds like it. And that's, these three people have to come together for that to happen. And it's happening now. And I, I want to enjoy this for as long as I can. So I'm always going to give it our best. And I'm, I'm blessed to have two people who are equally motivated to give it the absolute best as well. So um, I'm going to boast here now. Ghana family, I'm always going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: uh, I'm really excited now about seeing you guys live, you know, you talked it up so much. Um, but I have to ask about the choice prize night. Like how much fun did you guys have that night? The fun question again, John is directed towards you
3: Um, (laughs) as the teenager of the group. There you go. Uh, No, we had a lot of fun that night. It, It was really hard to describe. So it, it really did take us by surprise, like massively by surprise, definitely in the back of your head, you're like, God, I hope we win this, Um, but it didn't feel real when they called it out, they called out Ross and Gano on the night, it just didn't, and I know that even a couple of hours later, like, you know, you're kind of saying how much fun was it, Ah, if we had like a drink each, that was it, Um, I know when everyone was in the bar at one stage, I ended up walking in back into Vicar Street when it had emptied out. So it was completely closed. And at this stage, I think there was like maybe two people in there sweeping the floor. And I was just kind of like, do you mind if I just walk around? And I just felt so spaced and so dazed. and was like, what is going on? Like how... I knew I should be back out in the bar in that area, But I can't, there's actually no point in being out there because all I'm doing is sitting there looking kind of wide-eyed and not really talking. Uh, And at that stage, it was like, yeah, I might as well just go home. Uh, So, like, definitely, I think it took a while. It was an amazing night uh, for us. It was amazing to be on the same stage as some of those acts. Um, Like, like for me, there was so many people there performing that night where it was like jeez you know like like being on the same stage for me as lar um from from um all twins from all twins like probably most people wouldn't know this but if you went back nearly 10 years ago i was in a group that ended up opening up for ad bc Sch- shank in their first ever gig in cork
0: oh uh
3: so that's going back a long time ago but i remember seeing lar back then and being like this guy is out of this world like this has got to be one of the, the best performers best musicians in the country the way that this guy is playing guitar and was completely blown away by it and the same like when katie kim's You know, every Katie Kim album has come out. That's been a kind of a big moment for me where there's just something that she does that really resonates with me. And then to be on the same stage as those people, like James Vincent McMorrow wasn't there, but I love his album and I love his approach towards things. I love how he's going about kind of um, just handling himself within music and what he's achieving and stuff. And for us to be there, like, that was the fun that was the celebration, like, th- you know, we felt like we snuck in the back door and that the bouncers, you oh, know, ha- yeah, haven't, haven't caught. His back was heard, then we ran in. Just, oh, so we, we, we felt like we were getting one over on, on the whole thing where it's like, oh, we're allowed to be here, like does the industry know? Uh And then it was, you know, to be victorious at it, but but again, uh, you know, I was saying it to Ray a while ago here, which didn't actually know how to celebrate. I have a bottle of champagne that's sitting in my bedroom for a week or two weeks. Um like the only thing that I could do when when it was over, the only way I knew need or the only way that I understood that I can celebrate this was to actually go out into nature and go for big long walks. And it sounds a bit weird, but that was it. I like headed up the burn and walked around the burn and was like, I actually need to get away from the internet get away from my phone, get away from everything, get out into nature, and it was brilliant because I knew there's a reason why I'm getting away from all this stuff, but it's a fantastic reason. So when I come back, you know, like the the way that Twitter was happening was like your phone was just ding, 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 which is amazing at first. But after, you know, 36 hours, yeah, after 36 hours, you're like, stop, just stop. Uh, so it was it was really good to actually take yourself away from it and kind of go nothing has changed here like we are so delighted to have won and I don't mean in in any sense that we're not truly grateful for it but sometimes you actually kind of need to pinch yourself and go like I can't believe this is happening and then also pinch yourself and go like you know It's not really happening as well. Life is still the exact same. You're going to go and still have to go to work. Uh, You're still going to have the same life. You just maybe have a little bit more potential around it now to fulfill some of the stuff that you've been trying to do over the last couple of years. And that's, it kind of felt, I think for us, we talked about it it as like, yeah, lads, they gave us the nod like the, the musicians of Ireland and the industry behind it and the people who, who have supported us and support music in Ireland and you're one of them like you've, you, you've been kind of I think yeah possibly first definitely first my name is John Review anyway definitely so it's those small little things like you might not realise it but like when you actually you know the first time that you see your EP reviewed or something you're like oh my god oh and for us that night it kind of felt like all those people had come together and gave us a nod to go do you know what lads go for it like you you're talking about wanting to do this on a on a a global scale and we do why not and it's like everyone just was like go on lads we'll support you we got your back and that kind of for us was like yeah yeah we've got Ireland's got our back we can do this do you know so it was amazing absolutely amazing
0: Okay, you, uh, I think we're pretty much out of time. But like, what's next for Russ and Gano family? Have you guys started recording a new album? Started writing for it? Are you allowed to say?
1: Do you know what the like? I'll tell you. Like I've been telling you, man. We just having the crack, <laughs> but um, we have something coming. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, it's man. I don't know. There's there's nothing like being surprised that you can still make you know like it's kind of like let's just go see what happens and then you come back home feeling like oh my gosh i can't believe we're doing this again you know so we have something coming and uh it's coming sooner than later and i don't want to say too many details but yeah we're we're really excited and uh, i think you should be as well
0: i'm very excited yeah
1: i can say that much it's not an album album.
3: yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah we have we, we,
2: we have a single we have a single coming and now we don't have a date yet because we're still trying to kind of package it all together um but we have a i suppose a pretty good single um we're all very happy with it and so we can't wait to show you all um some of some some people might have heard it already because we perform it live we're gonna do it again tonight but um yeah it, it, it should be out then ne- hopefully the next month the next month it should cool. be cool, and I'm then ex- and then maybe maybe something else will pop up, and then we're flying off to Canada, and then we're going to the other countries, and then you know never ends. It's yeah, continue. it's Life gonna wasn't. be another
0: great great year for you guys. Um, I think that that's everything. Have have a great show tonight. Thank you
2: very much. Uh, you enjoy the show, <laughs> and if it's not as good as you think it should have <laughs> been, then please let us know at the end. Well, I said that they were the best live band in
3: Ireland, but now... (laughs) And and honestly, because I want to thank you, because I love this podcast and I listen to it the whole time. And over the the last two years, I think sometimes, you know, the the people who work in the music industry in Ireland, you, you don't necessarily get the acknowledgement that you deserve. But I know that this podcast in particular, and listening to the community that you have in Cork and the way it's built up and the way it's so interconnected and uh, everyone is so supportive of each other. Like I look at it and this is no disrespect to Dublin. I think Dublin has an amazing scene. But for me, it's all about Cork at the moment. Like everyone seems so active. I think some of the bands that are down there, um, it's so... What what would you say? Like, yeah, you can can just tell that Albert and uh, Jimmy have had such a strong... Uh, influence in the city and I think you know like yeah it's just it's really really good and uh looking at people's perspectives the way that they're coming at it from Cork there seem to be in some of the interviews a kind of a, like a DIY approach and those are things that we find really like uh inspiring for for ourselves where you go like you know Dan Walsh is someone in Cork who's doing amazing things uh, I think Southern Hospitality Board like when they were running their shows and and Quarter Block that was amazing absolutely amazing and it's kind of like hey if they can do all this stuff why can't we that's kind of you know they've played a big part in it as well it's a
0: good way to end as well I think have a good show
3: there you go thanks a million